When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should everyone be running a business? No, I don't think everybody should be running a business. I think people need to find what makes them happy. What is their vehicle to success? Because even making money can be a spectrum. I know people that are happy making $5,000 and I know people that are unhappy making $50,000. So the premise is first figuring out what does success mean for you? Why do you want to make money in the first place? Because after X amount of dollars, you know this, after X amount of dollars, what do you buy Mm -hmm. nicer bigger things of the same thing a bigger house a better car a better plane ticket there's just spectrums of the same thing so once you find gratitude and contentment with just existing making money is kind of a spectrum so yeah that would be my opinion right but i hear you saying this right now but i'm also hearing you say making ten thousand dollars a day that's nothing it is nothing because it's nothing in the context of what i want to accomplish let me give you a premise you make a $10,000 $10,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Let's say you take home $3 million after everything's said and done. You want to go buy a house, a normal house. Okay. That's half a million dollars. Evaluate that versus the amount of money that you've generated. You're talking about 15, 20% of your money directly to a house. So when you evaluate a million dollars versus how expensive things actually are, you begin to look at a million dollars, not for what a million dollars is known to be for, Mm -hmm. but for the purchasing power that it actually holds. So when you evaluate $10,000, yes, you can live off of $10,000, very fine. But for what I'm trying to accomplish in life, it's not enough. I have to feed 100 families. I have 100 employees. They have 100 families. That requires a lot of money. In order to build operations of scale, business versus self-employment, you need to make a lot of money. And to think that, oh, it's a lot of money is capping your mentality and possibility of scaling. So to me, not a lot of money. But but that's for you. But when you're putting it out on the internet, you're getting millions of views. Absolutely. And all those people that are watching it, they might be happy with $10,000 a month. Perfect. Not even a day. Yeah. So do you think it's a little downplaying no. their achievements? No, are you I, saying I, it not just to get a clip? No, <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's the truth. I think you can be in a situation whereby you can face the reality at the fact that you can live with not a lot, like $10,000. I can go to 80, 80% of places in the world and live for a very long time with $10,000. But is it a lot of money? No, it's not. But to say that it's a lot of money is the fallacy. So to say $10,000 is a lot of money, it's not a lot of money. Per day, we're talking, right? Per day, bro. It's not a lot of money. Now you may say, whoa, it's a lot of money. Perfect. What is the context? Are you a single guy? that lives in a one bedroom apartment that spends $2,000, it's a ton of money. You run an enterprise, you build an empire, you have a lot of employees, you have a lot of staff, the context becomes different. But you need the mindset of saying, hey, this, there's potential, there's scalability, there is more opportunity, there's abundance, as opposed to saying, oh, this is enough, this is good. And people can say this is enough, this is good, and they can cap themselves there. I just choose not to. Would you be friends with me if I said this is, this is okay with me? Or, or you, do you associate with people like that? How much money do you make? 
six figures we're here together what if he said below six it doesn't make a difference <laughs> you know it's like what it, it's the assumption that money is what makes you valuable i never said money is what makes you valuable i just said ten thousand dollars is not a lot of money and i just still will stand by that point but that, that has no intrinsic play in who you are as a person let me give you an example charlie munger he passed away recently we know Rest this berkshire hathaway multi-billionaire he comes from a really rough background he got divorced in his late 20s this was back in the day when divorce was like really frowned upon his kid died uh while he was in his early 30s so this guy goes through the trenches then becomes a multi-billionaire in this entire process if you assume that money is what identifies him then who he became from the trenches to come up then none of that is worth anything because he had no money but if you evaluate just the value of somebody by what they have, which is just money, that's not a really good metric because if money's all that you have, you don't have much. What if all you had was a money bank account ready to go liquid, but you were an individual. Nobody was around you. You were unhealthy. You were drinking tap water all day. <laughs> it wouldn't be a wealthy life. And I think what I teach or what I like to share or what I believe is that wealth is a mindset of abundance in every area of life in your relationships in your health in your ambition in your desire in your pursuit of goals and happiness and i don't think uh it's bad to one identify that maybe you don't have an abundance mindset maybe you have a scarcity mindset and that it's okay to change it and i will say this the school system and mm -hmm. I, that's why i appreciate people that make content on the internet and Add, add the ability to make it interesting for people to consume content because the education system has allowed people to adopt mental frameworks and mental models like that of scarcity. Like, oh, making this amount of money is fine. Making this amount of money is okay. Uh, settling for this lifestyle is fine. You need to identify, do you truly believe these things? Or are these things that you've been conditioned to believe? And that's a conversation that you truly have to have because you, can, you might arrive to the conclusion that maybe your worldview at the current moment is not the best possible worldview. And that's the question. Have you adopted the best possible worldview for your life? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, perfect. Continue on your path. If the answer is no, figure out other worldviews that you can extract from that are beneficial to you. Leave the rest and continue on your way. If Luke Belmar can provide some sort of value to you, anything, take it. And whatever's not in the way, leave it. If it was a video game, you would interact with all the characters Figure out what are, the, what are the clues and move on. Why wouldn't you do the same with me? I'm just another dude. Fair enough. You're a big school hater, huh? I'm seeing crazy stories of, of F I'm a, school, I'm a, F this, I, It's not F a school, that. bro. I think school's great. It's, it's what are they teaching? It's the education that is put through the school system. That is the problem. So when you have, for example, let's say history. Let's talk about okay. history. How do you know that what is written in history books is true? It's not necessarily true. The winner always writes the history book. So I don't disagree with you there. So now you have somebody, would you say that the teacher that teaches history, let's mm -hmm. say the fourth grade teacher, I'm not talking about PhD, high level education. Would you say the fourth grade teacher actually is well-educated on the truth of history or she's just regurgitating the syllabus? But is there a better way to do it? Self-education. So the, the fourth the, grader has to join capital club and no, I mean, Capital Club is not for fourth graders. Capital Club is actually for aspiring and developed entrepreneurs. But for a fourth grader, mm -hmm. maybe as a parent uh, or as an older brother, you 
give a child a book instead of giving them an iPad. You take them out for a walk and teach them the value of health and nutrition as opposed to taking them for marshmallows and ice cream. Yeah, those things are fine, but what are you developing? You're under the assumption that education is merely contextual to student teacher sitting at a desk. This is education. You guys are teaching me. I'm teaching you. We're teaching each other. And if you can start learning from your environment, you can start learning from the data sets that reality gives you, it becomes a little bit different. But is that scalable? Like if everybody, is that really the best way? If we relied on everybody just teaching their younger brothers and their younger siblings. Do you have siblings? I do. Uh, younger or older? Older. Okay. You're, you're the youngest? Mm-hmm. So it would be hard for you to understand uh, what it's like as an older brother to take care of a younger brother. Regardless of how you may feel about that, that's the truth because you simply aren't in that position. It's like saying that you can understand what it's like to be a father if you've never had a kid. You just can't as much as you want to think that you can. As an older brother, and I have younger brothers, my job is to teach them. Teach them what? Teach them the things that I've done that are wrong and teach them the things that I've done right so that they don't have the same. Even if you're young, you can do the same thing with your older brothers. I would hope and assume that you're wise enough to when you spot and identify your brothers falling or faltering or failing, that you correct them, that you teach them, that you educate them. If they have a faulty mental framework, that you come to them and you're like, hey, you know what? Let me show you this. Let me learn from you. Learn from me. And you create an environment of what? Winners. Right now, a lot of people just pushing each other down, bro. A lot of bad mindset, a lot of negativity, a lot of uh, jabbing at people aspiring to be great. Why can't we elevate each other? Why can't we learn from each other from a place of authenticity and truth? Now, how I do it, my model of doing it, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's authentic. It's me. Mm. And if people can embody themselves, and we can create a culture and environment where people can be themselves and learn from each other. Yes, I do think that everybody can do it. Have you taught TJ anything? <laughs> I think so. Let's ask him. That's my little brother, by the way. Hey, brother. <laughs> I mean, quick, quick story. I always tell this to people, but back in the day, it was like 2018. I was trying to do dropshipping. I had my first little store. I was selling like a little, like some, some little slime thing or something like that. I go to him, my, my older brother, my bigger brother. He starts flaming me like crazy, telling me not to do dropshipping. So I never did it. And then 2023 rolls around. I go to Beheza. <laughs> he helps me start up a store. We run it up. And um, I got the six figures. So, I mean. What did you learn? From what? From what you just told me. Business. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what did you identify mm. in your brother's broken mental framework mm. that allowed him to belittle you in such a way that he didn't believe that you had the capabilities to do what you set out to do. What do you think, brother, was the mental framework that allowed him to, whether he was willingly or unwillingly, belittle you? Because that's a common thing that happens when you have bro broken mental frameworks. What do you think? Uh, maybe maybe it was, it was just his experience with the whole dropshipping thing, you know? And I mean, I wouldn't say it didn't work out for him, but maybe he didn't like it too much. And he would put that mentality on me. But at the same time, you know, that happened. But there were times when, when he did put me on some sauce, you know? Perfect. So under that premise, because it happens to everybody, right? It happens. I, I have coaches that mentor me. And sometimes they, they limit me with their belief system. But what if you had had success with e-commerce? 
would your worldview had changed and would your information and your data sets, right? And what you knew about the world would have taught him something different, would have been different? Yeah, 100%. I, I agree with what you were saying where he should exper experience other people's uh, opinions, not just mine. Yeah. You know, if I had success in something else, if it's crypto and I put you on crypto, yeah. but I tell you not to do drop shipping, yeah. that doesn't mean I'm right. That just will work And for that's me. exactly it. You have to be able to sit down with people and pull from them, learn from them. Yeah, maybe you pull this, maybe you don't pull that. Okay, yeah, Luke made money in e-com. Am I the best e-com guy in the world? No, nor do I claim to be. Where do I? No, I've just made money with e-commerce. Yeah. And I made money investing. But I know how to scale and build digital businesses. Am I the best in the world? No, but I'm me. And I'll tell it to you straight to your face. So you know how I see it. It's the reason the information that you gave him was the information that you gave him. was be It was because it was based off of the information that you knew. And what I'm trying to convey to you is that I know things that you guys don't know. That's why when I sit here and, I, and just like you guys know things that I don't know, but when I say these things and I share with you, like the importance of applying the ludicrous belief that everybody can truly become successful. It's a ludicrous belief. And? Can you put that in Fortnite terms? What does that mean? <laughs> I'll put it in Fortnite terms. Everybody thinks that most people are gonna be unsuccessful. That's why most people are unsuccessful. Why can't we walk around wishing the best of people? Looking at some, bro, I, I went to a hotel. I know it sounds crazy. I went to a hotel, the guy was uh, mopping the floors. I, he was a janitor, I've done janitor work, so we're just talking. And he's sitting down with his phone during his break, scrolling through TikTok. And I literally go and sit down with him, we're having mate, we're sipping mate, it's an Argentine herb tea. And I ask him, hey, what are you doing on your, in your free time? I was like, why is it that you're choosing to do this? And we start chopping it up. 10 minutes in, he tells me that he used to own a business, but that he quit because he went into debt. He couldn't make it. He lost hope. And where did he end up? A janitor. Why? Not because a janitor is a measly job, but because he didn't have the right tools, the right knowledge, the right circle, the right information. And he lost hope. You know why he lost hope? Because the environment around him told him that he was going to lose. But what if the environment around him was positive and empowered? And so you know what I said? Bro, go back and start the business again, bro. What, else, what, are, what am I going to do? Sit down and tell him how to do dropshipping? No. But I, I can encourage you. Hey, bro, you got this. If you were able to do it once, you can do it again. You never scroll TikTok? I scroll TikTok. Bro. Uh... <laughs> I scroll TikTok, but I scroll it with a different intention. I actually find it as a really good tool to recruit talent. Really? Yes. It's a really good place to find uh, talent that is really good and... I think that it's a good place for sourcing new hires. Is, that, is that how you're justifying it though? Do you ever just scroll like doom scroll? <laughs> I would say I doom scroll Instagram stories a bit, bro. Mm. It's the swipes, doom swipe, bro. Doom swiper. <laughs> I'm a doom swiper, bro.